Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Here's a problem we're all too familiar with in the Bay Area. Traffic. Traffic is backed up for more than a mile. So as traffic on 101 in the city right now, a complete mess. The, the Bay CHP Area commute goes from very bad to much, much worse. One Bay Curious listener has heard Lyft and Uber are to blame for all this traffic. Is it true? You're listening to Bay Curious. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Today, we're talking with a transportation reporter about all the cars clogging our streets. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks. This week's question comes from Judy Steed. She lives in San Francisco's Glen Park, and she's had a lot of problems with traffic. Well, my big concern right now is traffic in San Francisco because it's just impossible. So some people that I know are talking about how Uber and Lyft have made the traffic worse. Here to help us shed light on this one is transportation reporter for KALW, Eli Wertschefter. Hey, Eli. Hey. So first off, do we know that traffic is actually getting worse? And could Lyft and Uber be to blame? For sure, traffic has gotten worse in the Bay Area. We live it. We see it every day. But there's a lot of other reasons why traffic could have increased and has increased. You know, the Bay Area is becoming a lot more dense. In the last couple of years, of course, the economy has been doing really well, too. So people are going to jobs. People are going out at night. Uh, gas is cheaper than it used to be. So there's various things that we would expect to increase traffic. But at the same time, these two services that started in San Francisco, Uber and Lyft, have become really popular. And there's a lot of reasons to think that they could be increasing traffic as well. Okay, so explain to me how Uber and Lyft might be creating more traffic. Well, the first thing is the amount of time those cars are traveling without a passenger, right? So when you drive your own car from one place to another, that's just point A to point B. A Lyft is going to take you from point A to point B and then is going to drive around waiting for someone else to join. So that looks like that's something that could add to miles traveled on the road. So a lot of empty cars, effectively. More empty cars on the streets. Are there more cars on the road because of services like Uber and Lyft? Well, San Francisco was never a major taxi town. Uh, Even in 2012, before these services got at all big, taxis made up only around 1% of rides within San Francisco. Now, a study by the county of San Francisco has found that they estimate 15% of trips inside the city are made through Uber and Lyft. 
that's huge. That's much bigger than than taxis used to be. That makes me wonder, what kinds of rides are Uber and Lyft replacing? Like, are people using public transit or their cars less? The impact on transit is pretty complicated. It seems from a couple studies that if you're talking about a shorter trip, people are now more likely to choose not to take the bus um, and choose to take an Uber or Lyft instead. For a longer trip, it may be that some people are choosing to take public transit more and take Uber and Lyft towards the end of the trip. But I think a more key thing to look at is whether Uber and Lyft are creating rides where before someone wouldn't have done a ride at all. And we don't have data on that specifically for San Francisco, but a study based out of UC Davis found that 49 to 61% of ride-hailing trips would not have been made by a car at all. Hmm. Wow. So that that would be a lot more cars on the road. That would be a lot more cars. And is there a scenario in which Uber and Lyft actually help reduce traffic? Because I imagine you could get to a point where so many people are relying on these services, they wouldn't have cars of their own, and that could actually perhaps be a good thing, right? Yes, it's possible. You can imagine ways that they would reduce traffic. Um, If people are circling for parking less and taking those services more, and they're so efficient that they're always picking somebody up, that could reduce traffic. Um, If people are taking public transit more and using Uber or Lyft for just the last bit of the journey, that could reduce traffic. The biggest way they could potentially reduce traffic is if people start to use it more as a carpooling service. So both Uber and Lyft have a carpool version of the service. For now, they're not as popular, um, but both Uber and Lyft are saying they want to increase the number of rides that happen through carpooling. That could potentially reduce their impact on the road. Okay, bigger question. Is there anything that San Francisco or any city really could do to help with traffic? A lot of transportation planners say if you really want to decrease traffic, the way to do that is to charge people for driving. So right now there's some talk in San Francisco of imposing some sort of charge for cars entering the city. Another way to do that could be to charge for every mile that people drive. And you could put that kind of tax specifically on Uber or Lyft. Right now, individual cities don't have the kind of authority to do that. In California, authority to regulate these companies is held by the state, and they're not making moves like that. They're not under the same kind of pressure of traffic that San Francisco is. Um, so is there is there any hope for Judy, who just wants some traffic oh. relief? Is there anything that she can look forward to? <laughs> I hope Judy has lots of things she can look forward to. For traffic relief, I think she's going to have to hold out for a world where people are carpooling more. There is a hopeful case that when driverless cars come along, our whole network is going to be so smart that, you know, people are going to be carpooling in these things all the time and there aren't more cars on the road than than there have to be. I'm worried that the reality is going to be the opposite, that as driverless cars come in, it costs even less to have a car out on the road than it does now. I wish I had good news for Judy, but I don't feel like I do. Sorry, Judy. Sorry, Judy. Thanks to reporter Eli Wirtschafter for talking with us this week. And much gratitude to Judy Steed for her question. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. May all your roads be clear. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. 
Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.